0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God for our meditation this morning is recorded in Luke chapter 17, beginning at verse 11. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee, and as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. These are your words. Heavenly Father, sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Fellow redeemed, three words in this account tell you everything you need to know about the once extremely contagious and incurable skin disease called leprosy at a distance. Lepers had to live in leper colonies, outside the village, to avoid contact with other people. They lived lives that were cut off from family get-togethers, going out with friends, working at a job, and anything else they had previously enjoyed. They had to publicly announce their illness to others by shouting, unclean, so others would stay away from them. Not only were they cut off from other people, they were cut off from public worship, from God's house as ceremonially unclean. The loneliness of the separation combined with the hopelessness of an incurable disease made it particularly difficult for a leper to be thankful about much of anything. In the last 18 months, we have learned all too well what at a distance means as the phrase social distancing entered our vocabulary and some of us have been quarantined. Some of us spent months, even a year, without being able to see some of our family members and friends. For months, some of us were unable to gather with other believers for public worship the separation experienced from a global pandemic. It's just a taste of what lepers in Jesus' day went through their entire lives. Leprosy is a picture of sin and its effects, that our sin separates us from one another and from our God. The nature of sin is that it turns us inward, focusing on ourselves and our wants and our needs and ignoring the needs of others. As a result, our relationships with others and with God become broken. Though we've separated ourselves from God by our sin, we see in our text that God came down to us in Christ Jesus and draws near to us we read that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem and along the border between Samaria and Galilee and going into the village right past where we live with our leper friends. Although Luke goes on to say that 10 men who had leprosy met him, it's really Jesus who meets the lepers. Jesus shapes his travel plans so as not to be at a distance from us in our illness, but to meet us there. Matthew points out that in doing so, Jesus fulfills the words of the prophet Isaiah. He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Jesus took the root cause of our infirmities and pain, our sin, upon himself and bore it all the way to the cross. As Paul wrote to the Ephesians, now in Christ, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. More than that, Jesus shapes our travel plans to keep us from being at a distance from him. He allows us to be infected with the leprosy of loneliness and hopelessness and illness and aggravations so that we must call for help. Jesus, master, have mercy on us. Jesus allows us to feel guilty. He allows us to make bad decisions. He allows us to get hurt. Then our hopelessness and loneliness help us see what we couldn't otherwise see. They unveil our blind trust that I can take care of myself so that the word can point us to the one who cares and helps and forgives in a way that I cannot alone. In this way, Paul reminds us, we can learn the secret of being content in any and every situation knowing i can do all everything through christ who strengthens me when aggravations and troubles ruin your day give thanks to god for he uses even incurable problems like leprosy to bring people who need help and hope closer to him let your faith in god's promises convince you that he is always near, that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Thank Jesus for giving you those blessings in disguise, and thank him right away, even before you see any good that comes from them, because Jesus will turn evil into good. Jesus did this and more for the lepers whom he made well. Jesus wanted more from those lepers than polite recognition, more than a quick, hey, what a nice guy for healing us. That Jesus is pretty cool. He wanted their trust, their saving faith in him, to save their souls. So Jesus feeds their faith, like a chef who wants customers to return must feed them with a satisfying meal. After the lepers plead with Jesus to heal them, He doesn't come and touch them like he had done with another leper previously. Jesus matter-of-factly orders them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. Only a cured and cleaned leper would go see the priest, appointed to certify what was clean. So Jesus was calling these lepers to act on faith by believing his simple word. He was giving them a promise. So when Jesus says to leper number 10, who returned to thank him, rise and go, your faith has made you well, we can apply that truth to the leper both in a physical way and in a spiritual way. Faith leads this leper, not the other nine, to give something back to Jesus who had given so much to him. He gives Jesus his thanks because he trusts that Jesus deserves it and he gives it out of faith. It's just as challenging, though, trusting Jesus when we are well as when we are ill. When is it that we remember to pray? Luther explains That the second commandment means that we should call upon God's name in every trouble. Pray, praise, and give thanks. Now it's easy to remember to call upon God's name on difficult days. When we have a problem we need God to solve. But do we remember to pray when we're not experiencing affliction? When things are going well? How many of us remember to give God the glory and Christ the thanks? Rather, as children of God, each day we should pray, Father, I thank thee, for truly you know my necessities before I ask. When things are going well for us, there's that latent danger for us to become self-sufficient, careless, and unthankful. Often we don't appreciate such things as our health, our means of making a living, or our family members until they're no longer with us. True gratefulness in all circumstances only happens as a result of faith. Trusting in God's promises and in Jesus Christ as our Savior. Believing that the promises of God pertain to my blessings as well as my troubles. Like the leper, we can be thankful when we are ill or when we are well. Truth is, we can always consider ourselves one or the other or both, ill and well, like leper number 10. It doesn't matter, really. Both give us reason to thank God, because in either situation, the promises of God call us to trusting, thankful action. Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Amen.